and welcome to the Log Pod Podcast, a podcast specifically about the League of Gentlemen plus one woman fantasy football league. If you're not a member of that fantasy football league, this will make no sense and be extremely boring. Please leave. If you are a member, enjoy. Hey, what's up, everybody? After 15 download and views of episode eight, we're going to continue on with episode nine. That's enough evidence for me to continue doing what I'm doing. And it's actually pretty early this morning because of one special reason. And I tell you, and I'll tell you that reason here in a second after I introduce you to somebody. Hey, sir. Oh, I think they, they probably already know. Don't you put my name in the notes, like the show notes? <laughs> yeah, but I mean, Rayford, does he really know how to read? It's, it's not really much of a cliffhanger when you put it right there. <laughs> so Christopher and I are actually somewhat concerned that we sound too much alike for us to pull this off like you're going to be constantly confused so the whole time after i speak i'm going to say okay christopher your turn and then after he speaks mm-hmm. i just after i say anything i'm going to say parentheses chris parentheses chris yeah that's what i'm going to do it's just gonna you know it's really funny i don't know christopher if this happens to you but like when i listen to like a recording of myself or i if i leave you know, whatever. Nobody, nobody cares about this stuff. Let's talk about football. Let's talk about football. All right. Okay. So, um, yeah, last week um, I was 17 and 12 on my predictions, and then I got four of them right and two of them wrong. But really, all the matchups this last week were really, really close. The, the furthest matchup was only like 27 points away. That was Amanda and Irving. And um, unfo- I'm going to spoil this, but the uh, – the lowest point total of the whole week was 120, which is pretty good. Which is almost twice mm-hmm. as much as Smitty's 70 the previous week. So it's pretty, um, pretty damning. And I'm, I'm happy to say that I am playing Smitty, but he's at full, full strength again with Russell Wilson. He should change. Are we going to have to make this an explicit podcast? Since you said damning, is damning a bad word? I don't think so. I've said okay. crap and some other shit before. So, okay. All right. Well, let's just, okay. Hey, yeah. we forgot to do the trade tracker. Trade tracker. I want to talk about how much I screwed over LaRoche in that trade. That's legitimately the only reason I wanted to be on this podcast was because I screwed over LaRoche on that trade. And then also how I screwed over Jordan, which we'll get to in in the in the Monday night uh, football game. All right. Okay. Hey, but before we do, do you have a copy of the actual spreadsheet that is tracking the trades? Oh yeah, I've got it here on my screen. Okay. Yeah. Okay. All right. So hey, let's we'll talk about that trade that just happened because I've been really looking forward to this all week. Okay. So okay, Mike, sure. Michael Irvin and Matt Rayford traded Travis Fulgham for Rayford uh, for uh, Jarek McKinnon. Oh, okay. And uh, so Fulgham got his usual twelve-ish points. I mean, he's getting a lot of targets. In fact, because of his presence. I went ahead and dropped Alshon Jeffrey I've had for a couple of weeks. And I'm like, you know, once Jeffrey comes back, I don't, I don't know. If- I feel like he was droppable all along. Yeah. I mean, you're – Through the, the whole season. But there's not really been anybody on the wire to drop somebody for. Like, it's hard to validate oh, three bucks for that guy unless yeah. it's like an onslaught of a bunch of people going after him. And then it's like, oh, yeah, everybody wants Mike Davis. Oh, yeah, everybody wants yeah. Joe Anderson, you know. Well, I think it's pretty obvious that Fulgham's going to beat out McKinnon. I mean, the 49ers are doing anything they can to not let McKinnon get like a full-time role with the well, 49ers. I mean, the, so, bar is, the bar is set pretty low. You know, 
Did you know how many points Jarek McKinnon had last week? Negative point one. Right. So technically, I only knew that because you wrote it here on your spreadsheet. I yeah. could have traded seriously anybody, and not even like an actual NFL player. Like Alshon Jeffrey, you could have started him and well, gotten no, more points. You could have, like, he could have started himself. And <laughs> yeah, the trade could have been literally a bag of balls, and the balls would have won. Um, yep. I just wanted to point that out, and, and, we'll, and so initially I said Urban wins the trade by getting Fulgham, and uh, I definitely think that's even more certain, especially because like in mm-hmm. San Francisco, what happened? Like McKinnon was supposed to get something this last week, and they just like mm-hmm. hasty, here you go, and. I think Coleman's coming back. Okay. You're giving me So right now Urban's Urban's trade is negative one hundred and twenty three percent better. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. I think you could just do like I don't think you have to multiply. I think it's just point one plus point one a hundred and twenty four times. So I think it's a hundred and twenty four times better. Okay, you're right. You see what Shut I'm up. saying? Yeah, I get it. Yeah. Okay, mm-hmm. I just outmathed you. Yeah, it was good. That was good. All right, so Amanda and Rayford's trade. That was Cooper Cup for Ryan Tannehill and Robert Tanyan. Um, Cooper Cup actually did something this last week, uh, and Rayford needs those points. I think that was that's the big thing that I've kind of left out so far about this trade is that Rayford really didn't have a third receiver. He was just carting in anybody he could put there. So. But Tannehill's got to be what a top five QB right now in the league. Uh, I mean, at yeah. least top ten. Right. Well, I mean, for a two quarterback league, I mean, he's... did you listen to the one where I went over his points per game? Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. So yeah, I mean, he was like the highest points per game, but they had two or they missed two weeks already. So it's just one yeah. week. They missed a week. Oh, oh, okay. But yeah, no, you're right. Same thing with Justin Herbert. Like uh, what we're going to talk about in this. Next yeah, but like. <laughs> <laughs> Both of those guys, Ryan Tannehill, if you're not paying attention, those guys are like top five quarterbacks in the league right now. you got your usual – I'm going to put Kyler Murray first, and you got Russell Wilson, and then you got – well, it was Dak, but now he's out. But after those two – or maybe Deshaun Watson. have got to put Watson up there. But after those, it's like Herbert and Tannehill. I mean, you can't validate putting anybody else over them. Right. If you were to, if you were to equate – the running back position to the quarterback position, you're talking about guys like Aaron Jones, right? Like, let's see, it's like the fifth, sixth best running backs well, in the league. Okay. I mean, there's a pedigree. Like, there's some history there with Aaron Jones and those guys. So, like, I know you yeah. want to think that Justin Herbert is that good at the QB position. That's right. Have him. Well, I was talking about Tannehill, but you're right. It's the same I with think, Herbert. Yeah, I think the um, – the ground wolf. Oh, no, Tannehill's not a good uh, – you can't put them in the same boat. Tannehill had this last year. You know, I picked him up halfway through the year last year when I when Roethlisberger got injured. And for the second half of the year last year, he was like the number three quarterback. Like, yeah. I was, I, he was definitely somebody I was eyeing to get this year. And he just mm-hmm. – uh, Rayford drafted him really high. At least yep. what I thought was high. I thought I'd have a chance at him later. All right, anyway, so I think the Tannehill, Robert Tanya. Now, Tanya has come back down to earth, so this trade isn't, like, world-beating anymore. But I still think Amanda wins just because she got the best guy in the mm-hmm. deal, which is Tannehill. Yep. And, and I think Tanya's a starting uh, tight end. He's had a, he's had a hurt ankle. But he'll get back. He'll be Amanda back. has somebody else, though. Like, she's not really even starting Tanya. That's, does she have Henry? I think she does have Henry. Hunter Henry, yeah, 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 you're yeah. right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. and so she doesn't re- – now, Henry, I could see 
he was like, he was stuck in there for a little while. So like, I could see why she was concerned and wanted to get some, some, uh, some yeah. help. Hey, you know, I'll All right. you Amanda. Okay. So we got, so Amanda won that one. We can go yeah. to the next one now. Uh, okay. Well, I want to say something real quick about tight okay. end. So I was talking to Smitty about, remember, I don't know if it was um, this league or another league. We used to have it where you could start a tight end in the wide receiver spot. Like one of them was technically a wide receiver slash tight end. Yeah. I thought that was a rule. What happened to that? I don't know. I think I like that. I thought that was um, because like Smitty's in a position right now where he has Gronk and Mark Andrews, and I'm like, you know, that makes sense. I mean, you went out of your way. I had um, I'd picked up Trey Burton for my bye week, and I'm like, I really don't want to drop him because I think he could start on somebody's team, but I don't want to keep two tight ends. So Uh yeah, Trey Burton, I think, is actually on the wire right now. If you're interested, not I. You don't want to put a bet on that because I think Trey Burton's a top ten tight end. No, because Mo Alley Cox is going to come back. No way. They've been talking Trey Burton up. Okay, well, this isn't a Trey Burton podcast. Christopher. All right, so there was the Justin Herbert, DeAndre Swift for Dwayne Haskins and Latavius Murray trade between you and LaRoche. Go ahead. And I'll, give you, I'll, give you, I'll give you seven seconds of laughter. Go. I already did it. I already did it. I was trying to do it in the background. So now I lost it. Okay, I'll do it again. <laughs> This okay, is, seven is seconds great. is up. Next trade. All right. This one I actually want to get your take on. So I've kind okay. of gone back and forth, and I know it's cost me some games because – So you got – so Michael gets DJ Chark and uh, Ben Roethlisberger. Amanda that's, gets DJ Moore and Jimmy Garoppolo, Nick Mullins. That's not how you say DJ Chark's name. Yeah, I'm not doing it. DJ – No. Okay. All right. DJ Chark. Dad pod. All right. <laughs> I heard the funniest nickname for Jimmy Graham. Okay. Jimmy Grandpa. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. That's pretty good. Okay. Yeah, I think um, I think DJ I think Moore is the better DJ, okay? And then but Ben Roethlisberger is like hands down been better than Garoppolo. But I, I think I, Garoppolo is going to turn it around. Especially yeah. this week against Seattle, who's terrible, but uh, terrible on defense. They're great on offense. Yeah, I, I, I don't know. I'd probably take Chark and Roethlisberger. That's yeah. probably who I'd go with. I do too. But you know, like if you look at the, it's basically either a Chark week or a DJ Moore week. Like there's really no. Yeah. It's and so even. like I know this last week. Basically, since I got did this trade, the the games I have lost, I would have won. Mm-hmm. which is like two. So like I, I would have two more wins and because DJ Moore, I would have loved to have those points. And Roethlisberger has been middling like every single week since I got Roethlisberger, Derek Carr has been a better start and he would have been my starter because Garoppolo wasn't doing anything. Mm-hmm. I see. So he's my starter this week because Kyler Murray's out. But okay. So okay. I, I, I don't know. I think the jury's still out initially. Initially I thought that I had that hands down, but, DJ Moore's looking a little bit better. He's still not getting the targets, but he's getting the touchdowns. He had a couple of garbage time catches in, on Thursday night. That, yeah, he had basically nothing until the end. Yeah, basically nothing until those two garbage time. Speaking on nothing until the end. So last week I was playing Nick Payne, looking at this next trade. The fantasy football expert gets C.D. Lamb and Nick gets David Montgomery. I don't have to call him fantasy football expert, right? And because it's your podcast, I don't have to do that. I don't understand why you wouldn't call somebody by their name. That's not his name. Okay. Um, 
see David us. Montgomery versus CeeDee Lamb. Yeah, I think Montgomery's pulling ahead on that. Yes. With, with mm-hmm. Zach out, easily Lamb becoming yep. a non-factor. Right? Yeah, but CeeDee Lamb has more keeper value probably. I don't even think he's starting him anymore. Yeah. I know not. you say that, but CeeDee Lamb's an eighth-round keeper. David Montgomery's a sixth-round keeper. I don't even know if that's true. No, the Bears aren't going to stick with David Montgomery. So last week, I don't know if you noticed, so I was, I was playing Nick, and there were a lot of scores that were decided in the fourth quarter of Monday night last week. Uh-huh. Yes, there were. Yes. <laughs> Including this one. And, like, David Montgomery needed, like, four and a half points or something like that to, for Nick to pull ahead of me. And he had, like, one and a half points the whole game. Uh-huh. And so the are, we, are we going to go through the, the matchups now? Is that what we're – well, yeah, well, this will tie into that. We'll start, oh, okay. we'll start with my matchup. Matchups. Okay, okay. And th- so, like, and then David Montgomery pulls ahead at the last minute and gets, like, all these garbage time dump-off passes that are worth shit. They're down by, like, 40. Okay, well, but going, going into the game, how, he wasn't down by much. I mean, you were lucky to even have a shot. Like, I thought it was pretty obvious that Montgomery was going to get the points he needed. Yeah, I know. I was still hopeful. Yeah. And Nick was definitely not as um, hopeful as you are. Like, he's like, oh, yeah. no, I do not want to count on David Montgomery to do anything. Yeah. All right. You ready to look at the matchups? From last week or this week? Well, you know, from last week, yeah. Okay, yeah, sure. Let's... Yeah, we'll, we'll review what happened last week. Okay. And I said we'll start with mine. So, yeah, I lost. Um, it was um, – it was really close. I did pick the right guy with Christian Kirk, though. I mean, that... That's a wise pick. Man, he had that, game, that really awesome game on Thursday night, and it took me all day Sunday and Sunday night. In the fourth quarter of Sunday night games, I pulled ahead. Like, it, was, it took forever for me to pull ahead, and then, you know, like what I said with Dave McCumber. So, I lost. Nick won. Good job, Nick. Mm-hmm. You both had pretty high scores. Yeah, we were both in the top six. Yeah. Yeah, 145. Like that rule of 150 that, that you talk about in your last podcast, that, that's about where it is. Well, that's a good goal for everybody but me, actually. Yep. I really need to go for 167, <laughs> apparently. Otherwise, I'm going to lose. Well, You want to you take a peek at the alternative standings right now? No. Okay. I think you should do an alternative standings based on, just on kicker and defense. I think just based it only on those two and see what they look like. Well, the <laughs> definite winner of that's LaRoche. I mean, yeah. you know, I did. I, I don't know if I told you. I did the kicker in defense. Oh, I thought that's what you were talking about. Oh, the alternate rankings are that you get a win if you're in the top, top six, six. Bottom six, yeah. Okay, okay. No, okay. no, this I, last week I went through and I, and, I, and I looked at what would have happened if we didn't start a kicker in defense. What would the records be? And on You the literally one, have no life. That's not true. I need to talk for this. Um, okay. So, um, yeah, no, I went through. Them. Let me just let me just kind of go through it since we're talking about it. So the records without kickers and defense. So right okay. now, Rayford's the the ranking is Rayford, LaRoche, me, Smitty, fantasy football expert, McCann, and so forth. Right. Well, up until week weeks one and two, nothing would have changed. The kickers and defense scores played no role, but weeks. Three, five, six, and seven, they, they, it was at least one game. This last week, half of the games, if we didn't have a kicker in defense, half of the games would have gone the other way. 
Wow. Snoop would have lost, but he won. McCann would have lost, but he won. You would have lost, but you won. Those are the three that benefited from it. Yep. And, and you know what's really funny is the, per- the biggest like proponent of how dumb this is is probably me, and none of my games have been decided by kicker and defense. <laughs> All year. Every, okay, every so for the next podcast, I want you to do an analysis only kicker and defense and see yeah. what all the rankings are going to be, okay? You know, you're talking about having no life. I mean, you realize <laughs> how much of digging I would have to do? I know nothing about kickers and defense because it's useless, useless effort. I don't know about that. Useless. Okay. So wait, hold on. I, I'll expect me, that analysis. Let me just say the rankings right now, okay? Smitty would be in first place if there were no kicker and defense. So that's in one <laughs> hand make this whole thing upsetting that that was yes because he's already like he's out shooting yeah. his coverage <laughs> yeah well no I, actually the fans football expert would be first they're both five and two and I guess okay. outscores them so okay 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 and then um and then it would be me in third and then Rayford and the McCann and Dad we'd all be four and three okay and then three and four would be you Laroche Nick Amanda and Jordan and then at two and five would be Irving. So we would have a squished league. Like, and there would be everybody would have at least two wins, and everybody would have at least two losses. So, so you don't, so you don't think that's? Uh, do you think that's more representative of the teams? I mean, I still, I mean, well, I don't know what the big deal is. I mean, I think that's fairly representative. The big deal is that we have any games being decided by people who pick people up off the wire and start them, and then drop them immediately after, like. Well, the whole thing is variance. No, the whole not, thing, all not. player position scoring is variance. Like, doesn't you, matter. If everybody drafts kickers and defenses at the Look, end. Look, I don't like kicker and defense either, so I don't even know. What I'm, I'm just playing devil's advocate. I, okay, well, but, okay. So yeah. Jordan, Jordan, who's like, I'm going to pick up a kicker first in the league every year, right? That's yeah. what Jordan does. He, he always drafts his kicker. It has. He has um, lost. He would have won a game that he lost if kickers okay. and defenses weren't, weren't involved. He would have one more win if that weren't involved. He would be, he would be four and three. Yeah, and he's the one who put the most draft capital into it. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, I see what you're saying. I mean, the best defense this year. I don't know if it's still true, but it's probably the Colts, and I don't think anybody had them on the radar. Steelers, maybe. I don't know. If maybe Tampa. Bad. Tampa. Tampa's pretty good. Yeah. All right, okay, so okay. Let's, we'll move on here. So Smitty and Urban, um, I picked Smitty to win, even though Smitty picked Urban to win. And uh, I, was, I was right. Let's take a look at that game, what happened. You got it up? No, I'm looking at the top defenses. Oh, my God. Oh, okay, well, I guess we did talk about that. Baltimore. It is Baltimore. Next, second place is Tampa. I have Tampa. Oh, the Colts aren't up there. Well, the Colts had some really good weeks. Colts are third. Colts are third. Okay. That's good. Yeah. Urban versus Smitty. Oh, yeah. Both of these had low scores, although Smitty's score of 138 was actually number six. It was in sixth place. So he kind of deserved the win. Um, this is a low scoring. We didn't have anybody with the high, high scores this week. Yeah. So Chris Carson got injured. That really hurt Michael Urban. Um, Claypool had 0.8 points. That really hurt him. Oof. Yeah. What is going on with that Pittsburgh wide receiver situation? I I cannot figure that out at all. 
And I, so I'm just like paralyzed by it. I mean, I don't have any choices on my team in the log, but just in daily fantasy, I can't ever figure out what to do with them. Oh, with Pittsburgh? Uh, yeah, the Pittsburgh wide receivers. I know. Well, like Deontay, Deontay Johnson is, is the only one that seems to be any kind of consistent. But. Yeah, he gets the most targets. Hey, Amanda, I think James Washington is falling out of favor. That's my personal opinion. God, but Does she still have him on his roster, on her roster? I mean, of course. Oh my of course. God. Yeah. What were you thinking? One, she has it just on the hope that someday she could be like, ah, ah, told you. That's right. Justin Blackman. All right. All right. What happened with your matchup? Okay. Okay. So this is, it was pretty close all the way through. And then uh, Sunday night, I was down. Before the Sunday night game, I was down. I had pretty much given up all hope uh, of winning. But then Herbert goes off. Or maybe it was the afternoon games where Herbert uh, went off and had the highest quarterback. You had like 38 points or something stupid, right? Yep. And so that that put me in the lead, and it gave me a shot. Um, but then I'm looking at uh, looking at our matchup, and I've got my kicker left. I'm, da- I'm up by, I think it was like nine. And I had Sloman, the kicker for the Rams, and he's got Higby, the tight end for the Rams, right? So I'm reading, and I, and I know Higby has been hurt, his arm, something's up with his arm. So I'm thinking, there's no if he plays, he's not, he, he probably won't play, right? And so then I go pick up Everett. Good choice. And then I'm looking at, then I'm looking at before, this is like literally 10 minutes before the Sunday night game starts with, with the, uh, the Seahawks and the Cardinals. And I'm like, you know what? That, that team's got a really high implied total. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go pick up one of those kickers, right? And so Myers for, for Seattle was, uh, was available. And so he goes and he kicks a bunch of field goals. He had a lot. I forget. What was his point total? I don't have that up right now, last week's matchups. What was his? How many points? Myers had, had 12 points. He had 12. That's pretty high for a kicker. Yeah, this game right. was decided by kickers and was one of the games that was decided by kickers and defenses. Right, which I had to pay, I had to pay $3 for, right? Well, that's and interesting. Then, and but then but Monday, Jordan paid $3 for something, too. What did he pay $3 for? So Monday morning, I go and I pick up Everett off the wire because I don't think Higby's going to play. And then I'm like, yes. And then Higby gets announced inactive. I'm like, yes, I got it. And, I, and I'm thinking – Five minutes before kickoff, he still got Higby in the lineup. Somebody must have tipped him off because then he go, or maybe he just noticed. I don't know. I guess I'll give him credit for noticing. So then he goes and picks up. I, I, I hope, and Jordan, you're going to have to tell me, did you try to go pick up Everett off the wire and oh, then realize no, I had picked him no up? There's no way he went to go pick up Cole Komet. Uh, no, I know. I he definitely tried to pick saw him. that. Now, I, I, don't, I don't know if he knew that you had him. But he definitely <laughs> would have rather because he would have won, right? This yeah. was this was the difference between winning or losing. Uh-huh. Yeah, I was only up by like eight or nine or something like that at that point. Yeah, you only so, won by three. And, Co- and Cole commit actually and Cole, like in the first quarter. Life. He gets his two receptions like back to back, and I'm like, son of a like the whole thing was a big giant waste. But then he goes, then he gets blanked the rest of the game. I think he I think he even dropped the touchdown pass. <laughs> Yeah. So, so you're that. I mean, that is some smooth fantasy football. I stole a win. I actually, I thought about picking up commit. Also, I thought about picking up effort and commit. Well, the, and the biggest craziness of this is that he dropped John Brown, one of uh-huh. his mainstays in his starting lineup, to pick yeah. up 
Cold which, which, by the way, I see Smitty picked up John Brown. I put in a claim for John Brown, which I thought would have just completed this circle nicely, but it did not. It did that not would have, happen. yeah. Smitty uh-huh. picks up everybody. You, you I tell know. me, I have. Have you looked at the transactions for this league? No, uh, I'm probably up there. No, no. You know I'm who's not? by far in first place? Smitty. Smitty. I don't remember exactly. Here, look. Okay, Smitty has 25 transactions. You have 18. Oh. Um, Matt Rayford has 17. The fantasy football expert has 17, and then everybody else is, you know. What about you, transaction fee? Where are you at? I'm at 13. See, I yeah, you got to pick it up, man. You got to live up to that name. Every week I look. I mean, we're in week seven. That's almost two a week. What yeah. is it? By the way, Jordan, you wouldn't have had a shot at all in that game if Odell Beckham didn't hurt himself before having any receptions at all. Jerk. I dropped him so quick. Odell Beckham is awful. I've told you that all year. Look, I, I, I know, but I drafted him so late. I forgot what round it was, but I didn't really want him. But What were you thinking? He, yeah. he fell really far. You drafted him over DJ Moore. Well, I, I, I would I have never, drafted DJ Moore. Over I him. didn't trust Bridgewater. I still kind of don't trust Bridgewater, but that's okay. All right, so um, good job there. All right, we got the McCann versus Fantasy Football Expert game. Yep, and okay. McCann has put together a team with Mixon, Ailing, and Austin Eckler out. Like, he's actually – I mean, he's staying in this. You know, when Smitty lost his starters, he completely fell off the map with his, yep. his point totals, although he still somehow keeps winning, which is, pisses me off. But, um, yeah, McCann won this game. It was close. Like I said, all the games were really close this week. Yeah, he um, only won by three. Yeah. Yeah, this was probably another game decided by – no, no, it was not. I was looking at this one because it was decided on Monday night, like pretty much all the games, and it was not decided. Let's see what, what anybody could have done to win. So the fantasy football expert got .1 points out of C.D. Lamb. Had he yeah, still- I – T. Higgins. Yeah. I, I, pro- I don't know against Cleveland. I don't know. I'm, uh, that's, that's pretty close. I'd, I'd like to say I would have started T. Higgins, but I could see why. Yeah. C.D. Lamb. Yeah, that's not. That's pretty close. I support your decision, young man. Yeah, but on the other side, like uh, McCann has has three really good running backs now, like with Melvin Gordon, and if Gio Bernard keeps playing over Mixon, but he has Mixon anyway, and then he's also got Chase Edmonds. Oh my well, god! Yeah, Chase Edmonds is going to be great the rest of the year. You've had he's your probably. Eyes. You've had yeah. Chase Edmonds for a long time. I know. Yeah, I like Chase Edmonds. But it looks like Trevor Minshew's going to get the bench, so he's not going to have a second quarter. Maybe he should start Edmonds in that second flex spot, the super flex spot. Yeah, they probably are going to bench Minshew. I've, like, flirted with picking up Glennon, um, but – They're saying Lutton. Lutton. Yeah, I know. That's the thing. I don't even know if Glennon's going to get this spot. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, well. So it was a – Devonta Freeman's gone. I I think Devonta Freeman's washed. He's probably – he's out. Yeah, I mean, I think Gallman's fine, honestly. I mean, he's obviously not Barkley, but I can't believe they paid the money for Freeman. Gallman, I remember before they drafted Barkley, like Gallman I, I thought was going to be like a decent, you know, top ten. Yeah. Well, he was at the end of the last season. But, yeah. All right, so Rayford LaRoche. Um, LaRoche won. Uh, Your dogs are stupid loud. Yeah, they are. I hate them. Yeah. So, um, 
It's all right. I'll take it for a little bit. This was our high-scoring matchup. Uh, LaRoche ended up winning. Um, all of his team went off, like except for the one guy who you know would go off, which would be Patrick Mahomes. But the rest of his team killed it. He had you know the twenty-three points from McCarra. Gibson actually did something because he was playing against a terrible Dallas defense. McCann, I mean uh, Matt Rayford had fifty-three points from Tyler Lockett, which I'm pretty upset about. I I would. You know, if I had more time on my hands, you say I have no time, but if I had more time on my hands, I would have gone and looked at the tape because DK Metcalf had, like, nothing, and I really needed him. Oh, that was the other thing about mine and Nick's matchup. If you watch the end of that Seattle-Arizona game, uh, do you remember DK Metcalf had a touchdown called back in overtime or it was in the end of the fourth quarter? That would have sealed the game for me, too. Oh, so frustrating. I do remember that touchdown. But Kyler Murray did pretty well for you, so you can't really complain. Yeah, DK Metcalf is supposed to be a top three receiver in this league. Although, Smitty was right. Patrick Peterson was on him the whole game. And so and, they, and not just Peterson on him. They bracketed Metcalf. They chose – they picked their poison. That's what they did. Because they were like, okay, we'll let Tyler Lockett beat us across the middle – um, but then we'll stop him from scoring. We're not going to let DK Metcalf beat us over the top, and that's what they did. Even, even though they're outside receivers, Pierce has been covering in the slot more. But even but he, they just put him on uh, DK for the most part. So I just feel bad that either team got a loss here because they both really had great scores. That was a fun game to watch. Yeah. Yeah. All right, the last matchup was Amanda versus Dad. Okay. And um, dad wins. I don't think if we the league knows, but my dad loves to trash talk his um, his children and daughter in law. He actually found Amanda on every single social media, and, <laughs> and told true. her she was he was trash talking her on LinkedIn. 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 You're going down or something. He it was something something like that. You're going. It wasn't even like descriptive. You're going down. Could have been perceived as a threat. I don't know about that. That is correct. Yep. yep. So uh, I think. Oh, go ahead. No, what do you? What were you going to say? You think what? What were you thinking? Oh yeah, I, I mean, I think Amanda's team is just total trash. It's garbage. Okay. It, it's it's rough. Like they're every position group is is struggling. Um, yeah, her best. Who's the best player on her team? Drew Brees. No, it's Tannehill, right? It's got to be Tannehill. Tannehill now, yeah. And I mean, the the possibilities would be Tannehill, DJ Moore, Drew Brees, or Hunter Henry. Those are her. That's her. That's her core four. Oh no, Aaron Jones. Oh yeah, well yeah, that's what. Yeah, Aaron Jones. Although he. Is he ever going to be not injured? Yeah. Yeah. I think Aaron Jones would have come back this week if uh, Jamal Williams hadn't done so well. They weren't so. How hilarious is it that she wouldn't pick up Jeff Wilson and he got 32 he, points sitting on her bench and now he's on the IR? Like, what yeah. a waste. Like, on the one hand, you're like, yes, the guy I picked up got 32 points. Go to the game, injured, out for the season. That's got to be a bummer. Hey, get I, Malcolm Brown back. He's good too. I did get a message telling me that Amanda does lead the league in something. She leads the league in rostered white people. Oh, right. <laughs> <laughs> so 
Yeah, Rayford has a lot, but she – I mean, and she went and picked up Rex Burkhead too, like the only white running back in the league other than Christian McCaffrey. Right. I'm not trading you Christian McCaffrey, although I bet she would give me a lot for him because mm-hmm. uh, he's white and he's really – She doesn't have a lot to give. I don't think she has any two players that are good enough for to trade McCaffrey for. Yeah, I mean, if I needed – Aaron Jones and Ryan Tannehill, if I needed a quarterback, I would consider that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, it's bad. You're right. You're right. Good point. She's got no Dad's, Dad's team's pretty good. He's uh, – De- yeah, DeAndre Hopkins being as good as he is this year is a complete shocker. I did not think he was going to be any good. Gurley, same thing. It's I don't know about that. It's all old – it's all has-beens, but they – they showed up this year. I know. It's, most has-beens fall off the cliff, right? These these are literally the only has-beens that are actually performing, which is shocking. Yeah. Just Todd yeah. Gurley. Edelman is kind of eh, – he's, he's gone. He's Yeah, but he's now. got A.J. Green who's putting it together again. Like, he's had three straight uh, of, like, eight uh, targets uh, or more. Julio, Matt Ryan, Brandon Cooks. It's all has-beens, Hopkins. <laughs> The whole team. The funniest thing was when Todd Gurley scored that accidental touchdown. That was, <laughs> I have him in another league, and I that really was the wanted, difference between really me and winning that, and losing. I really wanted that to be the difference in this game. To be, I don't know about that. Between him winning and losing. So I can be like, the guy didn't even mean to score it, and you won. I, do you think he even knows? Did, did he even know that? I, I don't know about that. He does. Did he know? He, he does. Knew. I talked. Well, when I talked to him about it, he he didn't know what I was talking about at first. But then I remembered. He goes, "Oh yeah, I remember that." And I don't think he put two and two together that that's what was. Oh, that he should not have scored the touchdown. Yeah, that the six points happened, and yeah, I don't think. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, all right. Hey, let's get into these uh, these matchups going forward. We already talked about kind of the the bonus part of this episode, which is the kickers and defensive scoring. So we can move on to um, next week's we- matchup. matchups we'll do amanda versus jordan okay i wrote down a couple of things for each one okay so you want to do picks right now or as we go or just all the picks at the end um we'll do picks right now okay i think jordan is going to win this one versus amanda amanda's running backs are terrible okay that's that's number one philip lindsey rex burkhead yep i concur that is i i don't even know i think lindsey May not even was he concussed? Concussions yeah. don't really seem to affect your performance as far as playing the next week. So yeah, may, he might play, be okay. Play. Yeah, you don't play injured. You don't have a threat of getting re. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, but it's the running back situation. It's not really because of the buys. It's really it would be Aaron Jones is the only thing he's injured. Right, and Mark Ingram, it, you could say. Because he's but, kind of fallen into the end zone a couple times, but yeah, so it's really bad. That situation's really bad. Uh, Jordan's team, okay, so Jordan wins the kicker battle, which uh, Justin Tucker versus Matt Prater. Oh my god! So, so Actually, I think both that helps. In, both of these kickers and defenses are projected to have eight or nine points. Almost everywhere else in the league, it's like seven. <laughs> I know. This, I did not well, realize. Well, the Eagles' defense is going against Dallas. That's why. But that doesn't not necessarily mean the kicker is going to score. It's it's still like maybe, maybe not. I mean, it's just a guaranteed one point. 
when they go when they get down there. Yeah, that is pretty high for Prater. I don't think he's going to get there. But Tucker for Baltimore, probably. Eh. Especially Baltimore. because it's the offensive line that's atro- or the line that's atrocious for Philadelphia. So like, yeah. that's true. Yeah, I don't know. Oh well. Well, anyway, so I think Jordan's got this one because he's got Keenan Allen and, and Jonathan Taylor. I think are the two uh, probably best. Eh, Ryan Tannehill is pretty good too. DJ Moore already failed pretty bad. Bridgewater failed, but not as bad. So I, I think I give it to Jordan. What about you? Yeah, I give it to Jordan too. Okay. I think Jordan wins this. His team Although, Jordan, I noticed your tight end is Richard Rodgers. Dallas Goddard's coming back this week. Maybe there's somebody on the wire you could pick up. Or if you haven't already picked him up. Yeah. Because it's Jordan. Get it? Uh-huh. I get it. Yeah. Okay. You've got Higby. <laughs> he does have to. He should drop Higby. Yeah. All right. So my prediction is officially Jordan. Okay. What's the next one you want to talk oh, about? I forgot. Yahoo's prediction on that is also Jordan. Hey, so what do you? So on the predictions, do you? Because you're doing these on Sunday mornings, right? So it's already built in the performances from Thursday night, right? Correct. Yeah. Okay. So no wonder thought- Yahoo's doing so well. Because they have that, it's like cheating. They already kind of know which way the scales tipped. But I already have that information as well. <laughs> okay, well that's true. All right, touche. This one's a pretty easy one to call: Jordan versus Amanda. Amanda, Amanda really just needs a lot of acts, a lot of things that are unpredictable to happen. Yeah, that's true. I mean, no, there's probably nobody. Garoppolo could have a pretty good game this week. He could, yeah. Uh, and Malcolm Brown and Tannehill. One of those three players needs to go off, that's and then Mar- everybody else needs to. You know, that's Marquise meet. Brown. But yeah, you're right. But Marquise Brown could very well go off. What did I say? Malcolm. That, oh yeah. Which is bad. also true. Malcolm Brown could go off, but but that is a totally different subject. Erroneous. About. Erroneous. <laughs> hey, you should start Boston Scott Jordan who over Edward Tiller. Who do you think? I think Edwards. Edward Hilaire. I think you – yeah. No. Edward Hilaire did really well last week. And, with and I would start Slayton over uh, Davis. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't know why Yahoo loves certain people, but Corey Davis is one of those people who is always projected to have 12 or more points. It's just, that's true. Yahoo does love Corey Davis. There's several people like that. I'm like, why the heck do you have Todd Gurley predicted to have so many points? Or like, I, I, it does that a lot. And I'm just like, what? Who are – I don't get it. Yeah. All these good experts. Next. All right. Next, we'll do. Um, you pick. We can do mine. Okay, we'll do your matchup. I'm playing against Nick. Um, where are my notes here for that one? Nick is okay. project- Nick is projected to win this game barely. Nick hasn't had anybody play yet, so you've had Calvin Ridley play. Calvin Ridley had seven points. He got hurt. He was projected to Jerk. have seventeen points, so that's a bummer. Yeah, yeah I think I think Nick's going to win. And mostly the reason I was looking at this thing on my team that's uh, – on your team you can look at game day decision is what it's called, and it tells you the opponent's points rank against that position. I'm going to read these to you, okay? So here's, so here's my wide receivers. Calvin Ridley's going against Carolina, who's 28th out of 32 for wide receivers. But he already Dix, sucked. Yeah, and he already sucked. Diggs is going against the 21st 
okay, is the 21st worst matchup for wide receivers. Traquan Smith, 30th worst. Ezekiel Elliott, 26th worst for running backs. DeAndre Swift, 29th worst for running backs. TJ Hawkinson, 32nd, dead last for tight ends. My quarterbacks are 16th and 17th. I literally do not have a single positional player that is going against a top half better matchup. What about Tampa Bay defense? Well, my defense and, and kicker are fifth and ninth, so that's good. So this is another game that's going to be decided by kickers and defense. I, I guess that's what I have to have, right? I have to have Tampa Bay just completely kill the Giants. Kicker's also back at full strength with Dalvin Cook. Yeah, that's true. Dalvin Cook. Yeah, and Madison sucks, so they're probably going to give Cook most of the carries. I think Nick. Nick, I think you got me, man. Why are you starting Traquan Smith? Did you have to? Did you pick him up? No, I've had him, and he's kind of been hovering around, around start, not start. I had, I've got Jacoby Myers. I'm going to say England. you should. I'm going to say you should start Myers over him. No, I don't think so. They're going to pass it to um, that new guy, Conway, or Con- what's the guy's name? Callaway. Callaway. Is out. He's out too. Oh, he is. Yeah, that's yeah. what I'm saying. They don't have Sanders, Thomas. They're just it's just all dump offs to Kamara, and then I'm hoping Traquan. <laughs> Maybe get some get some passes. That's all I'm hoping for. So we'll see. All right. Well, okay. That what what ranked defense is that? Like 28th or something? You 30th said? for Trey. Well, Jacoby Myers is 26th for wide receivers too. So I really have no chance. It's all, that's what I'm saying. Like all my players are, are. I'm gonna have the lowest score this week. I'm gonna be the biggest loser this week. That's what I think is gonna happen. All right. Well. Okay. I'm gonna also pick Nick. I think you're right. I think Nick's gonna win. Yeah, but Cam Newton could also, you know, do his Cam thing. He could go back to that life. I, I mean, Cam, he'll do better this week. He has to do better this week. All right, so let's match up. Uh, we'll do Laroche versus Dad. Dad, okay. what do you think of that? Okay, thank you. All right, interesting, interesting. Uh, so Dad already has. 50 points in this game because Julio Jones decided to be a world beater. Although, mm-hmm. classic Julio Jones, seven receptions for 135, 137 yards and no touchdowns. And no touchdowns. Todd yeah. Gurley, who this entire game was a Brian Hill game. Yes. The whole th- like Finally, my prediction of Brian Hill taking over that job came true. And then freaking Todd Gurley gets into the end zone and his final stat line looks legit again. Yep. So mad. This this game is going to come down to Damian Harris for LaRoche's team versus Marvin Jones for Dad's team. That's what the, whoever wins that positional battle. That's the most important between those two players is going to win this game. You know, Dad has three people with the last name Jones on his team. <laughs> Starting lineup. <laughs> he sure does. But he only has one with the last name Butker. Yep. My kids like that. All right. Um. Yeah, no, I think uh, – let's see. LaRoche is uh, favored to win. Uh, I have two Jay Myers on my team, Jacoby Myers and then – That's interesting. It's Jay almost Myers. as good as last – oh, it was so frustrating last week. Um, you know the afternoon games, there's not as many games, right? So I was playing against Nick, and he has Duke Johnson, and I have David Johnson, and I get – Oh, um, you can't even watch the game and tell who's doing what. <laughs> I get the notifications on the side, and it's like, D. Johnson up the middle for two yards. Yes, maybe. I don't know. D. Johnson with the reception. Probably not me. Like, 
Pittsburgh. All right, so Team Jones. He should change his name to Team Jones. The Joneses. Mm-hmm. That's that what he should do. <laughs> that would be really funny. Except I, I hate it when people change their team names because it's hard enough to go and – like it would be really nice for me to like see the word LaRoche and see the word Dad and see the word Christopher because when I go to click on these games live when I'm doing this podcast, it's really annoying. I'm sure you're yeah. feeling it a little bit. A little bit. Maybe we should just make everybody – aren't you like allowed to put like a city and a mascot or something? Maybe we should I, all just make the city like our names. Like our initials. I think if you put yeah. your name, put parentheses and use your initials, that would be extremely helpful. Okay. But that would, that's true. Yeah. We'll see. So, hey, let's actually make a formal request right now. Right now, everybody in the league, if you can hear this, please go to your team name and put your initials in parentheses. Okay. Okay, let's do it. Are you going to do it? Uh, yeah, I'll do it. Okay, yeah. I'll go do it. All right, so my prediction for this game is LaRoche. Okay. Mm-hmm. Oh, man. Mostly because he's got Mahomes and Kamara, who are just like – Yeah, they're going to kill him. I mean, yeah, really Mahomes good. is going against the Jets, so they're going to they're gonna win after like three minutes. And then Kamara's going against Chicago, who has a decent defense, but you can run run on Chicago. A little bit. What's their rank against the run? Oh, I don't have it. I don't know. Chicago? Yeah. They're pretty good. They're pretty good against the run. Uh, I'll have to pull it up, but uh, I don't, I don't particularly, I, but he gets just, he just gets so many receptions that I can't even like. Yeah. That doesn't doesn't even matter really against how they are against running backs. I concur. All right. You know what? I'm going to pick dad. I, I, I feel bad because I keep on not picking him and he keeps winning. And so he's already got. Maybe he um, wants you to keep picking him then. I guess, yeah, keep picking against him. But he's already got so many points. Like, and not, I'm looking Not down. really. He's all, he also has all, three players already played and they were, they were, and they were about their projections. Like, they weren't anything. Yeah. Gurley was below his projection, and Matt Ryan and Julio Jones were about within two points of their projection. So. All right, well, I'm, I'm picking my dad because I love him. Okay, well, that's a stupid pick. All right. You're going to lose. You're going to lose that one. All right. Next Is that one the only, so far, that's the only one we've differed on. <laughs> All right, we'll go to Amanda versus – wait, no, I already did that one. Yeah, let's do uh, Urban and McCann. Okay, okay. Go ahead. You can start. Okay, so for, for Michael Urban's team, he's just got Devonta Adams and a bunch of scrubs. That's it. And then I'm sorry, did you say scrubs or screw ups? Scrubs. Oh, okay. James Connor's like the number four running back in the league right now. Eh, he's a scrub. He's he doesn't even have like all the goal line. He doesn't have all the carries. He has like barely I think he's probably like a sixty percent rushing share. There's about eight people yelling at the podcast right now saying you're an idiot because they would much rather have James Connor than Whoever they're carting out there, Connor's not a long-term solution. Hey, so if you're in Urban's position, um, do you start Love Bell or do you wait and hear the news on Chris Carson? I would start Bell. Uh, even if they put in Carson, I think he's he's going to be a part-time player, even if he does play. Or James White. Yeah, with a foot injury, Carson's not going to get. He's he won't get very much action, even All if right. he's active. So they might they might active activate him and just have it as an emergency guy because they don't they have to have you know a couple of extra bodies because yeah. Hyde Hyde is doubtful he's definitely no, not Hyde, doing anything I think Hyde's already oh. out yeah I think they've already called him out yeah. and then Travis Homer 
And D- they hate DJ Dallas. They hate that guy. Yeah, I don't know why. He might be the only guy. I feel like there are certain players that should play on certain teams. Like DJ Dallas should play on the Dallas Cowboys, right? Don't you feel? <laughs> sure, whatever. There's another guy, Dallas. Who's the other? Dallas Clark should have played on the Cowboys. I mean, good point. Just a few. Really hashtag hashtag analysis. Good stuff. Good <laughs> the real, the real, yeah. the winning. Yeah. So, so I would start Le'Veon Bell. Um, so McCann's team. Um, See what I write down about him. He's got Brady going against the Giants, so I think Brady's going to do pretty well. Um, Elon's going against Green Bay. That'll be good. Elon's yeah. been really good this year, quietly. Like, but he's yes. been really good. Everyone's all talking about Justin Jefferson, but Elon's getting all the TDs. That's true. Bernard in a PPR league is very good. Melvin Gordon was looking a lot better till Lindsey got active. Um, was active, but anyway, I got McCann on this one. Interesting note on this. So Yahoo originally had Michael Urban projected to win, but after the Thursday night game, now they're projecting James McCann to win because he got a lot of points from his kicker. Yep. So I'm mm-hmm. going to say um, McCann wins this game, and I'm going to say it's going to be one of those games decided by the kicker and defense matchups. Well, it's, okay. Well, you've already got one-fourth of that known. Yep. So. Good prediction, me. Good job. Okay. We agree on that one then. No, is it just – is it uh, – the one with the fireworks, Steele versus Rayford. Who's Steele? We need to talk about that one. Oh, <laughs> stop it! What? <laughs> Rayford versus his opponent, Steele. Justin Steele, the fantasy football expert. It literally says Justin under his name. So, what does he have to do? Does he? Maybe, is maybe he going to go like to? The- what the initials like thing. a friend's login or something. <laughs> what is he? Are you, what are you going to have him do for his initials? What is he? F F B E. No, I don't understand why this is so hard. He, that's his name, man. We can't just like ignore the fact that that's his name. Stop it! All right, listen to this. Okay, this. First of all, Al, I think you are okay to start Allen Robinson. Steel. I think that's a good decision because he had a concussion and that usually does not affect your performance in the game. But listen to this. Steele's the top four players for each team, okay? Justin Steele, Tyreek Hill, Hunter Henry, Kareem Hunt, and George Kittle. All four of those guys are going to go off this week. Hunter okay? Henry's going to go off? No, wait. Doug or Derek Henry, sorry. Derek Henry. Doug Henry. Derek Henry. Well, I know, but Doug Henry, that, is that a name in the, from the past? No, that's a friend of mine. His name is Travis Henry. Is the yeah. old, is the yeah. one from the old Buffalo Bills running back? Yeah, this is, and then but look at the four that Rayford's putting up against that though: Tyler Lockett, Jamal Williams, Travis Kelsey, and in uh, Allen. Yeah, this isn't fair. Josh I Allen. think both teams should have to bench three people. I agree. This is, these are the top two teams in the league. I'm sorry. Based whoa, on whoa, whoa, we haven't got to my team yet. My team is awesome. No, these two teams are stacked. I'm getting I'm getting Christian this would be McCaffrey fun. and Miles Sanders back very soon, and I'm already second in points. Yeah, I have a comment about that when we get there. All right, we'll get there. All right, okay. I think I think it's going to be Matt Rayford. I mean, even the people I didn't mention beyond the top four are all pretty good too. Yeah. Um, I, mean, the I think only Rayford's going to win because yeah. Jared Goff is better than Tua Tagovailoa. I don't think. You think Tua, so? Tua is going to make or break the fantasy football expert season. 
I think Ryan two is going to have a good. I'm week. talking. Shut up. Okay. Ryan Fitzpatrick was like number four in the league in points per game, and now he's got to switch over to the rookie Tua. I mean, Tua could be a runner, and Tua could get some points, but I seriously doubt he's going to be number four in the league the way Fitzpatrick was. And his next option there is Philip Rivers, and he's been really mediocre. Yeah, really. I think I think Rivers is going to get benched by the end of the season. Personally, yeah. who's the? I mean, yeah, I don't even Brissette. know why they paid up. Why do they yeah. want to pay him so much money? I thought um, Jacoby Brissett was adequate. I thought he was fine. Yeah, I thought so too. Yeah, I thought he was pretty good. So Tua, I think, is going to have a good week this week against the Rams because the Rams played on Monday night. Miami had a bye, and then and they're traveling to Miami cross country. Um, so I, I think Miami is going to do pretty well today. So. Right, we'll, we'll see. Just for the record, Matt Rayford Yahoo and Goff is not going to do well. Sorry, Yahoo go ahead. And Michael Vick predict that Matt Rayford is going to win. I pick. I pick Steele. All right. Well, that's interesting. All right. Does that mean? Does that leave only my matchup? Yep. Just you. Okay. So I'm obviously going to win, um, just like I should every week. Nah, oh, I don't I'm think playing, so. Oh, yeah, that's right. I'm playing Smitty this week. Already, Mike Davis has underperformed dramatically. I was yes. originally projected to win, and now because Mike Mike Davis just decided to go out and just suck a left nut, I'm now losing, which is a serious bummer. And also, Miles Sanders is out, so I'm having to plug in Devin Singletary with Zach Moss seem to be taking more and more. All right, hey, I have a question. Just just for my own personal benefit, who would you start at receiver for me between Kendrick Bourne, Jerry Judy, or Nelson Aguilar? Born. I think I'd probably start born. Yeah, against Seattle. Yeah, that's supposed to be a high-scoring affair. Debo's out. Brandon Ayuk isn't like the take the top off the defense guy. So, right. Well, neither's born either. Born's just a touchdown guy. But but he should he should catch one or two of those. I think. Yeah. He'll 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 do all right. But you know I don't understand. You you have a lot. You have a real bye week situation. You're losing a lot of points on your bye this week. Kyler Murray. Christian Kirk, DJ Chark, and David Johnson. That's that's a lot. Those are all four yeah. starters for sure, for sure. I don't usually start Christian Kirk. It's usually Chark, Metcalf, and Parker for me. But I'm yeah. also worried about Parker because uh, two. Well, I was talking about Tua earlier because Fitzpatrick yeah. force-fed Parker the ball, and I don't know if Tua's going to do that. Parker's by he's the he's the most talented receiver. He's the alpha receiver there. He's good. He they'll, he'll target him. I gotta say, like. I think Smitty's got Russell Wilson, and I could see why somebody would want him to win. He's got the he's got the star power this week. For Russell sure. Wilson, Aaron Rodgers. That's all you got to say. That's that checkmate is, right there. But I I do mm-hmm. think though that DK Metcalf could score, and then if I get some you know random touchdowns here and there, Singletary hasn't been awful. Like he hasn't been great at all, but he hasn't been awful. And I I don't know. I think I'm gonna win. I, okay. I think, Mitty caught me down with a lot of my big scores, either on bench or injured, but I think I'm still going to win. All right. I think Smitty's got it with uh, Wilson and Rodgers. I think I those predict two. That I'm, I'm going to win, but I'm going to be in the lower half on point total. Oh, so you think Smitty's going to have a real bad week? Yeah. Well, he did score 70 points too. So we agreed on three, and we disagreed on three. That's pretty good. I didn't write your information down. No one's going to care. I only care mm-hmm. about me. I expect a recap next week. 
well, you're going to have to send me that because I only had to, that's the other thing I was trying to tell everybody. Like you woke me up early and had made me start early. And I, this was what I had to do. Cause I always wait until the morning of, cause people still make rosters decisions, injuries, people in or out, like all that stuff happens on Sunday morning. So I always wait until Sunday morning to look at the matchups and then I do the podcast, but you didn't give me a chance to do that. But then by the time you li we listen to it, it's like, it's already happened. All right, hey, and, and, and you, and you just get judged. Okay, go ahead. All right, hey, we got to do one more thing. Um, we have to talk about the big time loser of the week. It's time for big time loser of the week. Oh, okay, Amanda's not here. If you want to talk to her, did she really leave? Yep. Like out the house. Yeah, she's not here. Good choice. God damn it, Amanda. <laughs> <laughs> All right, fine. All right, well, let's just, let's just look at her. We kind of already went through her teams, but we'll quickly go through it again. All right, so just, you know, there's a lot of things that she needs to do just to make her team. But at this point, I honestly don't think it would be that bad of an idea for her to just start picking up young guys and just throwing it. She should, she should Maybe put uh, some trades out there. Maybe trade Aaron Jones, right? He's not going to stay with Green Bay, I don't think. Yeah, I don't, I don't think she can keep him again. I think he has to go back into the pool. Oh, so, okay. So that would be a really smart decision for her. Yeah. So she should offer me Aaron Jones for, you know, somebody really young. I, I, I do think, though, that's where she's at. Ryan Tannehill will be a keeper. Wow. It's week eight. By the way, this is the week that marks it being a full season. No, I think that already happened. I thought it was, we had to go through eight weeks. Okay, maybe you're right. Whatever. I mean, this week is going to happen, so it doesn't yeah, matter. Yeah. But, it's but, good, yeah. After about so, four weeks, you realize they're going to make the season happen. Yeah, it's going to happen. Yeah. And now there's like people getting tested and they don't even care. Now people are getting positive. They're like, okay, well, you, you stay home, but we're still going to play without you. Yeah. <laughs> Except for Tennessee. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, I think that Amanda should do some trading. That would be smart. I think she should trade Aaron Jones for whatever package she can get, like a decent starting running back. Just some young, some young guys. Yeah, and yeah. look at the, and look at the rounds that they were drafted, or if they're waiver wire pickups. Like that. she needs to get that happening. She's going to be a threat going forward. That's my advice for you, Amanda. Okay. Is All that right. a wrap? Is that a wrap? That is a wrap. I don't know how long we were because the recording doesn't give me a time here, but I'm pretty sure we're over 30 minutes. So. We're way over 30 minutes. Yeah, hey, good luck, everybody, except for um, Yeah, I hope everybody I wish I wish everybody luck except for... Oh, Nick, yeah. Nick, I wish you bad luck. All right, bye, everybody. Bye.